I'm Chelsea Pites, your real estate social media coach, and my mission is to help real estate and mortgage professionals to feel confident using social media platforms and build a powerful personal brand without the overwhelm of wondering if you're doing it right. Imagine how you'll feel when you create a smart, strategic, and sustainable social media strategy that not only gets you in front of your ideal client, but also allows you to focus on what really matters, helping people build wealth through homeownership, not scrolling through feeds or stressing about what to post. If you're already in real estate or soon to be on your way and you want to understand how to over leverage free social media platforms to help you grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Thanks for coming back to join us, listeners to the Voice of Social Sales. I'm your host, Chelsea Pites, and I am here with a friend of mine, and I'm so excited to be talking about what she's doing that's so innovative with content creation, especially in a very boring topic <laughs> industry <laughs> to prove that you can create content that's exciting, entertaining, and interesting, no matter what your topic is. Shivani, welcome to the show today. Tell the listeners who you are, what you do, and uh, how long you've been doing it for. Hi, everyone. Shivani Peterson. I am a mortgage lender based out of Reno, Nevada. I'm also a real estate investor personally, and I create a lot of content online to help people navigate something that I think is overwhelming or or there's a lot of misinformation out there. And I just try to make it simple and fun to understand. I agree with that. I agree with everything you said. I think it is overwhelming. I think it is intimidating to talk about financial stuff. And but I you do make why? It, no, like I think why have we made it this way? Yeah, I think that's how, you know, certainly I can tell you from my personal experience, I was raised in a household where, you know, spoken, spoken to, we don't talk about these things. You need to be a humble person. And I get, you know, maybe where some of those ideas had started from, but yeah, you're right. Like that is a fear and also um, may challenge our beliefs around, am I being egotistical? Am I bragging? And, and so to your point, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. But I, I would argue that people like want to be egotistical and brag about money rather than be real. And it perpetuates the lack of financial confidence Mm -hmm. we have in this country. Like, here's an example. Think about this. How much better did being a mom get when people started being real about it? Yeah, absolutely. We have it we have it a million times better than our moms did because our moms had nobody that they could say I'm struggling to because every mom was pretending that everything was perfect for that generation. Whereas our generation has social media and people have gotten very real on social media about their struggles in parenting. And uh, to the point that it like went too far. And they said that moms were getting too drunk because like wine became this like socially condoned thing on social media, especially during the pandemic. But then when you, look at the way people handle money on social media. It's still very flashy. It's still all for show. It's still not like real. It would get so much better for so many people. If we could be real about this too, if, if people would share what's really working for them versus faking it. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think that's really interesting. And um, I hadn't really looked at social media that while with that lens. So that's really good. And so you are creating a lot of content to make it easier for people to talk about the realities of where we're at with financial literacy and financial confidence and investing. Um, so how did you really kind of get started in creating that? Like, how did you figure out how am I going to explain this in a way that anyone's going to understand because that that's a hard part for people in your, in your shoes, because you're thinking, wow, I, I, I don't know, really know how to explain financial literacy and, and how to invest 
in a way that anyone can understand it, but you've done a really good job of that. And maybe you haven't always, maybe it's evolved, but what's your secret sauce for being able to explain a complex topic? We're all always evolving, right? And getting mm-hmm. better. But we, it kind of started because I was at, so my friends would ask me, like, we'll be at dinner on a double date or something. And someone would ask me like some somewhat vague question about money. And then I would be like, well, what's your student loan payment? What's your car payment? How much do you owe on your credit cards? And my husband would be like, funny. <laughs> and not talk about these things at the dinner table. And like, I, why not? <laughs> like a couple, yeah. After a couple of times this happening, I was like, why, why not? Yeah. <laughs> because like they're asking me for a question. I you can't answer it without, yeah. without more information. And why is it so taboo that we talk about this? Stuff? Right. Like, right. Why well, can't I just answer it? And then. So then I started thinking, well, if I just speak to it on social media, maybe somebody who doesn't want to ask for themselves could be just watching for a friend and get the information they need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you were thinking about your friends, you're thinking about conversations that you were having um, and how you were answering those questions and how you were answering them really honestly. So I love, I love that aspect of it. And you do, I don't even know how much video content you do a lot. <laughs> what does it look like in your world when you're making content? Like, what is your schedule? Do you have a day of the month? Are you doing it? Do you now have a team? What does that look like for you? I do try to batch it. So like the video guy will come and we'll shoot a, a bunch of reels together probably once a week. Mm-hmm. And, and you're doing TikTok and reels or just reels or what do you, are you repurposing? What are you doing? repurposing. Okay. So and you're doing shorts have, and all of it, all the, all the kit and caboodle you got, you're everywhere. We're putting it on TikTok. I put it on Instagram. I put it on YouTube shorts. Cause Gary V told me to <laughs> Gary V did tell us we need to get on YouTube shorts and Facebook business pages. <laughs> so I try to just put it everywhere, but then you have longer format stuff that belongs in other places, right? Like you can't right. put longer format on reels and TikTok Cause people aren't there to consume that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's stuff you have to create differently. But I think that once you start creating content, the ideas just come to you all the time. So I have a notes thing in my phone and I just keep right. like all the time. I'll just, oh, here's an idea. And I just type it out. And then it's usually not like the video guy shows up and I'm like, oh, I don't have any ideas for today. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like you're, you start seeing the, the example everybody gives is you buy that car and then you see it everywhere. Yet your mind does start looking at things differently and you start thinking, oh, this would be a great topic for content. So you're shooting, you do have a videographer and how many videos would you say that you're kind of roughly, and they're kind of, you know, question-based videos where the topic has come up with a client and you say, this would be a good topic. I'm going to address it in a short video, and then we're going to post it everywhere. So how many videos are you making in one day, so so to speak? We usually try to shoot five so that I can release a week. Okay. Um, okay. So is he coming in weekly? Okay. So um, that's a week. So you're doing five for like a week. So you'd be posting one every work day, basically. Yeah. One every other day or so. And then we're trying to like stay ahead of this, this shift, because I feel like in the pandemic, so many people were posting so much. Mm-hmm. And then there was this rise of newrus. Did you, have you noticed this? Like people who actually haven't done anything or have the background to be advising people mm. have these super loud microphones where they're sharing right. inf- misinformation right right yeah so right now like as I try to create my content every week I wanted to talk about things besides just mortgages and real estate 
But I really like stop myself and think like, okay, if I'm talking about something else that I'm not per se an expert on or have training or education on, like I need to be speaking from personal experience because that's the only credential I have then. So I have to have actually done it myself. And so I think this is a shift that's kind of happening in that we've been told post, 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 put all the content out. People just want to hear what you have to say. But I think we have a bit of a responsibility that mm-hmm. we shouldn't mislead people or give them information that's going to be confusing because they're out there like sponges right now, like watching our social media and wanting us to tell them exactly what to do. And you could give someone, you could really steer someone in the wrong direction if you don't at least speak authentically and truly to something you have experience in. Especially in your line of work, when you're making financial decisions about, you know, impacting your your wealth and, and generational wealth to come. So uh, I think you just used a term that I'd never heard of before, but I like you said gurus, like gurus, but new. Is that what you were saying? I love that. Wow. I think, yes, I have noticed that. Um, that ha- I have seen that as some topics of discussion as well. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I think what the nugget for me out of what you just said was it's the personal experience that's truly the one thing that we own and have that sets you apart from anyone else. Um, so I do, I do love that. And I do also love the ethical side of that of like, hey, let's let's talk about what you know, and you don't have to know everything. And you can also document your exploration into an area yeah, of your journey. Learning. Yeah. So I love that. Um, okay. So you recently talked at a really amazing event uh, and I loved seeing you up on the stage and I'd like to hear uh, a little bit about sort of what you talked about at the forward event in Las Vegas uh, amid some really incredible speakers. You shared the stage with Ed Milet and Gary B. Wow. What an accomplishment. Pressure was on. <laughs> there was no pressure. They, they were, they were like, oh my gosh, Shivani's going to be here. That's exactly what they were saying back there. You know it. <laughs> sure. Ed knew my name, first name. Yeah, was of course he did. Yes. So what was your topic about, um, and, and what were some of your takeaways from not only your session, but from the entire, you know, conference and some of the speakers that were there because it was a really great event and I go to a lot of events and you probably go to a lot of events. And so it takes quite a bit to impress me. And I, I was definitely <laughs> impressed with, with not only you, but the content at large. So tell us a little bit about your experience with that and what you shared on the stage. I feel like when Neil does something, he doesn't go small. So yeah, everybody was like, wowed. And Arjun and I were like, yeah. You're like, yeah, sense. no, that's just, you know, a Thursday. That's, how, that's what we were <laughs> expecting. Yeah. Um, so in preparing for the event, it was a lot of pressure because, you know, people sharing a stage with names like that, you don't want to be the person that gets up there and people are like, how did she get a spot? Right. <laughs> and nobody felt that way. I can guarantee you that. But yes, no, I, I, I would relate to that. Yes. And I wanted to talk to people like level with them. Right. Because I feel like so many people go to these events or just go through life. Right. And they don't they get all inspired and then they just fizzle out and they don't actually do anything. And I just wanted to give people a little kick in the ass, like make today count, like get something out of this and then go home and take action, do something with what you've learned today, because Mm -hmm. that's really the only thing for sure. The only thing that separated me or got me a spot on that stage was that I executed on some ideas. Anybody else sitting there could just execute some ideas and have the same opportunities. But I think that applies all the way up to Gary Vee. The only thing making him different from everybody else is he executes on an idea. He just keeps doing it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us get trapped in indecision and paralysis analysis and just crippled by our own mind. And I think we should keep pushing forward, but also specifically to real estate, what I wanted to talk about at forward 
And what I hope conveyed across was that we don't need to be sad right now and we don't need to be moping and we don't need to be freaking out. We need to be preparing for the next opportunity because it's coming. The market never fails to shift, right? If we know nothing else, we know that change is inevitable. But what are you doing to prepare so that when the odds are in your favor again, you've got your business ready to shine? Mm -hmm. And that's what I kind of tailored my whole presentation around was let's not mourn that our numbers this year don't look like last year. Let's get ready for when those market conditions align again so that you can capitalize. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, that, I absolutely took that away from it. And what are some, you know, tactical tips, because you are mentoring a lot of people in this industry and, and you, and they're looking to you and saying, what should I be doing to take action when this is happening? So what are some of those tips that you could share, um, for people that, uh, maybe have not taken action because they still are a little bit nervous about what's happening. So if we're ready to take action, like what, what should we be doing right now? Yeah, definitely. So a lot of people when the market was booming, who didn't, who were hesitant on getting into social media or online marketing or video creation, they, they kind of had an excuse, right? Because they thought, well, I don't have to, the market's booming. I have enough deals. And now we're seeing people starting to test the waters, right? But I would say before you just get on here and start creating a bunch of content, figure out who you are figure out your message, figure out why someone should work with you over every other realtor out there or over every other photographer out there. It's kind of shocking, Chelsea, when you ask someone like, why you, how many people don't have a succinct, quick response? They don't know exactly why someone should choose them over everyone else out there, over their competitors. So I would sit down and just do a, an exploration session with yourself and think like, why do I do this? Who am I as a person? How does that relate to my business? And then you'll get all kinds of ideas for marketing and you'll find so many answers on what you need to be doing to promote yourself when you figure out why someone should work with you over anyone else. Well, I think that almost goes back to what we were talking about. And at least how I was raised is that, you know, one doesn't sit around and think about all the amazing things about themselves. You know what I mean? And so that's like, I always joke and tell people, gosh, if you ask like someone to give three words that describe themselves, it's just like, wait, what? But I could give so many words that describe you immediately. Yeah, you're right. To mind, it's so hard to, you know, look at ourselves because we're in our own story too much to really figure out well, what is my secret sauce. And um, so that can be intimidating. And I think, you know, one of the ways that I've, I've done that and I've done that with other people is, you know, to your point when you're sitting down, I mean, you can Google it, you can Google self-exploration questions, or, um, I know it sounds kind of funny, but truly some of these questions are really, really helpful is like, you can Google icebreaker questions that you might be asking someone else. And instead you need to ask yourself, but to yourself, that's such a good idea. Chelsea. I do think that number one, you've got to know who you are. And that is probably the most challenging part of your personal brand. And yes. then it's like, who are you talking to? Which I think is easier to figure out because you're not thinking about yourself. Um, and then it's making that content. So I guess if we're putting that format on it, maybe the challenge with making content is that you just don't know who, who you, you are. are really yet. And now is the time to, to start figuring that out. And there's plenty of free tools and, you know, books like, YouTube University, start there, right? And give yourself 30 days where you're going to sit down for 10 minutes a weekday and research, answer questions, and see what that looks like. And also without expectation, I was just recording another podcast before this, my favorite thing that came out of it 
was do things without expectation, take action without expecting that at the end of your 10 minutes, you're going to have this exact, like, oh, here's exactly who I am and my superpower. And this is my unique. No, maybe, probably not. (laughs) Likely not. It's going to take you a process, but you have to start the process before you can even like get to the end of it. And I think that's where a lot of through the process and just notice, like, that's what Tony Robbins always says, right? Like go through life, noticing, not expecting. And I think we don't sit with ourselves. That's what Mm -hmm. we don't like sit in silence. We always pick up our phone or we listen to music or like just, you know, take drive in silence and think about who you are and why you do what you do. Just sit and think, sit with yourself. So you've built a really powerful personal brand and obviously you've done a lot of work on figuring out who you are. And so, um, what, what do you, what tips or how, how would you help somebody who says, Shivani, I really need to be doing this. And I, you know, you're telling me I got to figure out who I am. What are some additional tips that you might give them in a journey of really kind of figuring out how am I going to market my uniques? How am I going to market my brand? Like, what should I be doing? Because it's all very overwhelming and there's so many places and so many things. And someone's going to look at your journey where you're at right now and think, wow, she's doing five videos a week and posting them to like five different places. I haven't even done video yet. (laughs) So what are a couple of tips that you might share with someone who just really needs to take action? Well, first they need to listen to Chelsea when she says that (laughs) There's magic in the mundane. Yes, yes, thank you. (laughs) No one's asking you to like put out a cinematic show here. Like we're just asking you to share what you're doing and why you're good at it because people need to know that. And then it's a lot less about you bragging. It's you sharing a success story that could help somebody else that's listening. You just helped one client, but what if there's five other people who need your help and you're the best person to do it? If you believe that, then just share your story. Yeah. But I would say like, if it's really hard for you to figure out who you are and what you're doing and why, think about who you are as a person. Because like Chelsea says all the time, you're a human being who happens to sell something or work in a certain profession. So who are you as that person? Like I had to think about this because I didn't know why someone would choose me as a lender. I mean, I can't say rates. I can't say closing on time. I can't say loan products because that's the baseline. If I don't have those things, I shouldn't be in the business. Right. So then why not? Why, why, why me? Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking about who I was as a person and I'm a very intense person and I am a fighter and I'm intensely loyal. And so then I started thinking like, okay, well, the same thing applies to my clients as it does to my friends. Once you're on my team, you are on my team. Right. And so that's an advantage that I started like sharing on social media that like, if you choose me as your lender, I have your back. I'm here for you. 100%. I'm not going to let you fail. And if I told you something's doable, we're getting it done at all costs. And so if you think about maybe who you are as a person is someone who really loves like transitions. Like if you love change and you get excited to plan a wedding and you love, like when your friend's having a baby and you love this, then, and you're a realtor, maybe the thing about you is that you like helping people navigate life's transitions. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I, I always love sitting with people and helping them think about this as who they are as a person. And then I would say, you don't, you don't have to, it's not like you, this can't change as you're making content. Absolutely. You're going to evolve as a person. Yeah, that's, you're a gonna good grow, point. So. that's a good point. Don't feel afraid that you always have to be one specific element of your brand. Absolutely. You can always change. Your brand's going to evolve like you grow. 
Mm -hmm. And like you change and like you develop and become more experienced. That's going to happen with what you're sharing on social media too. If you scroll to the beginning of what I shared, it's garbage. Same, same, right? Like we all started some, this podcast started with me recording it on the notes app in my car while I was driving. Those are my first three podcasts. Good for you. (laughs) So yeah, it's, yeah. So it is always good to go back from the beginning and sort of, you know, celebrate that too, because I forget, you forget. You're on stage with Gary Vee. And like, when was the last time you went and looked at your videos from five years ago and said, wow, I really, I really come a long way. <laughs> um, so I love that. I think, you know, the takeaway is, is really figuring out who you are as a human and as a friend, as a parent, as a spouse, whatever it may be as a son or a daughter, sister, brother, because that will help you determine who you are within. And I know your family, so I know that you're the fighter because you're the girl and, and you've got two brothers. So um, that definitely absolutely resonates and is showing through in your personal brand. Um, last question I want to ask is, do you have any um, either books or podcasts that you can recommend that have really impacted you in the last year? that you can share with the audience. doesn't matter what topic it's on, but um, I always like to ask for book recommendations, podcasts, and why it really resonated with you or impacted you in some way. So twofold, I'm, I'm in graduate school to be a marriage and family therapist. So the majority of my reading right now is yes. for school. <laughs> so I'm reading a lot right now on interpersonal neurobiology. Ooh, how- that sounds actually really interesting to me. <laughs> It is. It's about how these bonds, like how your brain responds to bonds that form with caregivers from infancy. Oh, I love that. The way that you feel like your level of self-esteem, your confidence, the way you navigate life's challenges, your resiliency all stems back to how you were cared for Mm. between the years of zero and three. So this stuff is obviously highly interesting to me and resonating a lot with me, but maybe not like a book recommendation I could give everybody. Um, but I would just recommend psychology. <laughs> psychology of everything is super interesting. And then on the other hand, which is also probably not the answer you wanted is I am a mom of three and I read a lot of parenting books mm-hmm. because I write a parenting book next. That's what you should do. Oh dear. I don't, I think you have to have children who behave. Is the <laughs> No, that's going to be about, that's going to be your book. That's what's going to be different. <laughs> How to survive children who don't listen to you. I love that. I actually probably should read some parenting books, but I'm with you. I love the psychology books. Um, I think I've, you've heard me mention it before, but my favorite psychology uh, and social media book, there's two of them. One of them's behind me up here in the yellow. Um, Hooked is a great book. Hooked, especially you would love that. It's written by Nir Eyal, who is a product psychologist and a specialist and would be hired by these huge companies to really understand how to get someone to want to use a product. It was fascinating and uh, really definitely. And then my second one is human-centered communication, which you also would love because you love video and the power of it. And it's all about, you know, how to stop digital pollution and really create um, humanity through technology. And so those are my two recos um, that I always love, but you especially would like it since you're into psychology and maybe that'll be like a fun nonfiction <laughs> read for you instead of just the textbooks when you, when you have all that extra time. <laughs> well, I love reading. I've been a reader yeah. my whole life, so I'm totally going to pick those two up. And if anyone's looking for like my two favorite books of all time, I would say, uh, this is how it always is. You have to read it, Chelsea. You'll love oh, it. Oh, I don't know that one. Okay. This is how it always is. It's a fiction book and it's a mom. It's written. The author actually has 
um, personal experience, even though it's fiction, he's, he has a transgender child, but it's, it's this family and the youngest is trans and how the whole family navigates this and how they, it affects everybody and how everyone pulls together. And I love it. This is how it always is. I think everyone in the whole world should read. Thank you for that recommendation. And then the coddling of the American mind. Oh, I've heard of that. I have not read it, but I did see that. Okay. Yeah. That's really, especially in today's day and age interesting yeah I might have actually started I might have either started a podcast about that I like listening to one and I remember I was traveling somewhere and then I I I forgot about it so I'll have to go check it out I don't I have I don't know what you know I haven't read that one at all but thank you for those I wrote down hooked what was the other book you told me hooked and human centered communication hooked and human communication apparently you have to have an h to start anything with (laughs) psychology because you got hooked and human um but yeah so it was great chatting with you thanks for sharing your insight on getting to know yourself and your uniques and your superpowers and um you know just sharing uh how you're making this very uh specific and challenging topic approachable and relatable and understandable which i think is definitely a lesson we can all take away. So I will put all of your information in the show notes so you can reach out and follow Shivani on all the things and all the platforms. And I am super excited to be in the front row for the next big onstage appearance that you have. <laughs> Thank you, awesome. Chelsea. Yeah. I'm so honored to have been yeah. on the podcast. Oh, thanks for being on. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, have a great week and we'll see you then. Thank you, friends, for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you never miss a new episode and consider sharing this podcast with your real estate and mortgage friends. And if you haven't already grabbed your free downloads, 100 Real Estate Content Idea Starters, and my guide to making better Instagram reels for real estate, you should head over to my Instagram profile at chelsea.pites, that's P-E-I-T-Z, or you can visit my website at chelseapites.com. Until next time, see you then.